The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Please remain standing. Let's quickly get into the Word of God. Um, go with me to the book of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 7. Hallelujah. We started talking in greater detail last week about um, what Christ did for us in redemption. If we go back two weeks ago at the communion service, we saw from the book of Revelation a description of our redemption. And in Revelation chapter 5, verse 10, the Bible said, Christ, through his blood that is sacrificed, he has made us kings and priests, and we shall reign. Can I hear a loud amen? So we are talking about reigning and what it takes to reign. Hebrews chapter 7. In fact, let's go back to chapter 6 and pick up the reading so we can get a clear understanding of what we're saying. Chapter 6 from verse 19. Hebrews 6 from verse 19. If you are there, shout hallelujah. This hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which enters the presence behind the veil, where the forerunner has entered for us, even Jesus. Say with me, Jesus is my forerunner. I can't hear you this morning. You have to shout louder than the noise of the rain. Say, Jesus is my forerunner. In other words, he went ahead of me as a pattern for me. So I'm to follow his example. Glory be to God. Say it again. Jesus is my forerunner. Verse 20 again. Where the forerunner has entered for us, even Jesus, having become high priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. So, chapter 7, verse 1 now, let it begin to describe the order of Melchizedek to us. For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, that's the order. He is not just a priest, he is also a king. He is not just a king, he is also a priest. Glory be to God. That is the order of Jesus' high priesthood. And Jesus is your forerunner and my forerunner. A king and a priest. Hallelujah. For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings, blessed him. To whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all. First being translated king of righteousness and then also king of Salem, meaning king of peace, without father, without mother, without genealogy, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like the Son of God, remains a priest continually. Glory be to God. Father, we thank you for the blessing upon the reading of your word. 
we ask that you speak to our hearts again today. Help us to live this life and function in this status where we reign as kings and priests on this earth. We give you the praise. We give you the glory in the name of Jesus. High five your neighbor and declare to him or her, you are a king and you are also a priest. You can be seated in God's presence. Glory be to God. So again, this is who we are as new creations. The moment you got born again, the Bible said you became a new creation in Christ. And that means several things. And we are focusing on one of the major meanings of what it means to be born again and to be a new creation. To be born again is not just about attending church and when you die, you go to heaven. That is a good part of it, a big part of it. Hallelujah. May we all go to heaven after we leave this world. <laughs> Amen. But you see, this is where we modern day Christians are different from the older or older time saints. Back in the day, they only limited their understanding and their revelation of what God has done for them in Christ to go into heaven. In fact, that's all they try to emphasize about it. And that is important. That we go to heaven. Hallelujah. When we leave this world. But that's not all there is to our redemption and our salvation. We are kings. And we are priests. And we are to be reigning on this earth. And that's what we are talking about. Reigning. Say with me, I ought to be reigning. Oh, come on, talk to me like somebody that has life this morning. I ought to be reigning. In my marriage, I'm reigning. Spiritually, I am reigning. Financially, I am reigning. In my career, I am reigning. In every aspect of my life, I am reigning. I have dominion. I am in control. I am in charge. Situations and circumstances do not dominate my life. I dominate situations and circumstances. That's what Jesus did for you and I. Glory be to God. The weather should not dominate us. We should dominate the weather. The economy in the nation where we live should not dominate us. We should dominate the economy. When challenges come at us, and they will come, and we may live in countries where the economy is more vibrant, and there will be poor weather from time to time, depending on where you live on the face of the earth. These things should not dominate you. The challenges you may be facing at work, or the challenges that may be coming against your health, or the problems in your marriage, they will come. But they should not dominate you. Can I hear a loud amen? That's what Jesus has done for you as a believer. That's what it means to be born again. That's what it means to be a new creation. And we are learning how you can live that way. Hallelujah. Let's look again where our new creation status came from. Or this reigning thing came from. Um, 1 Timothy chapter 6. I'm going to quote a scripture. Like I said, we just went halfway last week. So I'm continuing. So projection, please, if you are following my sermon notes, you will just follow 
I'm skipping some of the things. You just, you just follow. I'm not going to repeat the things we talked on last week. First Timothy chapter 6. I love the way Paul described Jesus here. The latter part of the verse. He, Jesus, talking about Jesus, who is blessed. Hallelujah. And please watch these words. Only potentate. I know you don't use that word in your everyday language. We will come to the meaning shortly. Only potentate. He is also the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Glory be to God. So Jesus is the king of several other kings. And you and I are those other kings. That's what that text we read in Hebrews chapter 6 was saying. That he is our forerunner. He has gone ahead of us. And he has now made us a, a nation of kings. King of kings, that's who he is. And Lord of lords. The word potentate means a person that possesses great power. Hallelujah. Say with me, my king Jesus possesses great power. Oh, you people are not talking as if you are alive this morning. I want you to lift your voice louder than the noise that the rain is creating. Or is the rain going to dominate you? Are you sure? Then act like someone that can dominate the rain. Let your shout be louder than the noise of the rain. Say, my king has all power. And he is my forerunner. That's where our kingship comes from. That's where our lordship comes from. That's where our power comes from. Glory, glory be to God. And among the things we've said is that there are two sides to walking in this thing. There is what Christ or God has finished for us. We are looking more into that in the midweek service, looking at mercy and grace and kindness and goodness. What God has done for us. That's how we reign. It's because he is a king. And now that I believe in him, now that he has given me new life and new birth, I am also a king. I don't have to do anything. I only need to tap into what Jesus has done for me. Glory be to God. It's so important to get this. Because your kingship will be challenged. Your dominion and your authority will be challenged. Look, it's in many ways. Sometimes you, 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 you have Christians that are not reigning at all in any area of life. And that's what God wants to do this morning. Start reigning. Start reigning. And then there are, this is where the rest of us fall into. Those of us that may be reigning in one place. We may not be reigning fully as we ought. Continue to reign. Take your dominion to another dimension. Your king is the only potentate. There's no other power like him. He has all the power. He is, we are talking about someone that has great power. Hallelujah. Great Possesses great power as a sovereign monarch, a ruler or a king. So you can keep rising and rising in how effective you are in reigning in life. For those of you that are already reigning in certain areas of your life, don't stop. I keep teaching that to us in church. Use where you are as a springboard to another dimension. Let me use finances as an example. So here you are now, you are reigning financially. And you are, you are, you are so, God has helped you. 
and you are functioning in that realm where you can even be given in millions of naira. I mean, those of you that are that level, thank God for your life. Millions. I mean, you are, you are giving. For you to give millions of naira, you must have it. And most likely, you will have settled all the other major areas of your life. You won't be giving millions of naira and you have not paid your house rent. I hope so. Amen. <laughs> you know, so let's assume you are running there. Don't stop at that level. Use that as a spring God. Where will I, where will I start raining to the point where I can be giving millions of dollars? Anybody interested in that dimension? You, you are raining in your health. You have not been sick in 25 years or 30 years. You have actually, you are now dominating sickness and disease. Don't stop there. Through you, start getting other people too to start working in healing and health. Start, let Jesus lay your hands on the sick and let the sick recover. There is always a higher dimension to reign. And that's why it's important to know this thing. So, we said there's what God has done and your faith, your understanding and your revelation of what God has done for you is vital if you are going to reign. Maybe there's somebody in this service that until two weeks ago when we read Revelation chapter 5 and verse 10, it never dawned on them that they are supposed to be reigning in life. In this earth. You know, the old time Christians who believe that ah, we will only start having dominion when we go to heaven. That's not what the Bible said. So, it doesn't matter if we are poor in this world. It doesn't matter if we are wretched in this world. It doesn't matter if we are struggling in this world as long as we are serving God and we are coming to church. Even though we are doing it in poverty and sickness and failure, it doesn't matter. When we die and go to heaven, we will begin to enjoy all the rewards. That's a lie of the devil. I thought somebody would say amen to that. That's not what he said. You will reign on this earth. Hallelujah. And then there's our side. What you are to do, and that's how we ended service last Sunday. I I want us to use this verse to buttress that point. That's what you need to do. You, you develop very strong faith and confidence and understanding in the finished work, what Jesus has done for you. And please, if you missed last Wednesday service, go back to the teaching again and keep hearing teachings like that. That will open up your understanding and give you revelation of what the finished work is. Then, from that place of finished work, which technically you don't really have to do anything again, you now begin to focus on Jesus and the instructions he gives you, you begin to execute them. That's how you run. That's how you keep running and going higher and higher in your dominion. John chapter 2. And we're all familiar with this text. This is the um, first miracle Jesus did. The miracle of turning water to wine at the wedding at Cana of Galilee. And Jesus came there, he was invited, and I mean that story is very powerful. It's important we we, we study a text like this, because in verse 11, the Bible tells us, this beginning of signs, Jesus did in Cana of Galilee and manifested his glory. that's, that's, That's raining. Manifested his glory. 
I prophesy over you by the hand of Almighty God and the grace of Almighty God. This season, the glory that you have in Christ, you will manifest it wherever you go in the name of Jesus. And, and look at the dimension of glory Jesus manifested here. He manifested dominion over natural elements. He turned water to wine. He turned water to wine. Who is interested in getting to that level of manifestation? <laughs> Hallelujah. He turned water to wine. He, he manifested his glory. I've, I've shared with us many times, the Bible talks about, not the Bible, um, Bible students, we, we know what we call the law of first mention. Usually in scriptures, the first thing, there's a pattern to follow there. And there's a pattern to follow here. Particularly a lesson we can learn. So they ran out of wine in that marriage, which is a, a, a situation of lack. Can be running out of money, running out of health, running out of peace and joy, even though Jesus was in their wedding. So it's not enough that Jesus is in your church, or Jesus is in your home, or Jesus is in your life, or Jesus is in your career or your marriage. You should invite Jesus there. Hallelujah. But that Jesus is there doesn't mean lack and poverty may not still want to dominate your marriage or your situation. And you know the story. Mary now told the people, um, verse 5, and this is where our what we do matters. John 2, 5, his mother said to the servants, whatever he says to you, do it. Glory be to God. This is vital to us reigning. Now that we know we are kings and we believe in the finished work, our next point of call is to be receiving vital instructions from Jesus and doing them. Last week, from the prophecy that John, I mean that um, David wrote in Psalm 2, we picked out five things that you can do. Those are instructions in the written word. I'm going to come to that as we close this morning. But there are some other instructions you will never find in the Bible. But doing those things from that place of faith in the finished work is what determines whether water will ever be turned to wine in your situation. Whether you are going to reign over lack and insufficiency. Is somebody still here with me? And look at what he told them. Fill the water pots. There were three instructions away from manifesting glory. And I know there are people under the sound of my voice today. You are one, two, three, four, five, whatever the number, instructions away from manifesting glory. Fill the water pots with water. Take a cup and take it to the governor or however you want to break down the instructions. That's all they needed to do. Because Jesus was there. Hallelujah. Now please, this is what I want you to say from that story. Even though Jesus was there, there was still lack manifesting. Are you with me? However, because they had Jesus there, and they were able to get instructions from Jesus, and carried out those instructions as he gave them, have your neighbor and say, what you do is important. They were able to reign in that situation. Hallelujah. So, you can never come to this point where I'm just waiting for God. Six months have gone by. One year has gone by. Two years have gone by. 
and the thing you want to see victory and dominion in, nothing is changing. Look, whenever you find yourself in those situations, is there any such person in that kind of situation here this morning? You see now. You see now. This is the problem of Christians. I don't know whether it's that you are posing or you are denying reality. Well, not reality. You are designing the situation you're in. Are you in a situation where you want to see manifestation or something? Why are you all acting like as if I'm speaking Greek? We, we do that a lot. And we shouldn't. Because that posture is so wrong. Let me tell you what's wrong with that posture. The day the preacher or Mary will say, whatever Jesus says to do, you will not even be positioned to receive instruction. And the instruction will come, fill the water pot with water. Take a cup to the governor. You will not hear it. Or you will not respond and act on it. And though Jesus is in your life, Jesus is in your wedding. Lack is still manifesting. That will not be your story forever in Jesus' name. So important we learn what he's saying here. It's not enough that you are born again, sir. There are many broke born again people. Or sick born again people. Or struggling born again. And it's not necessary. Please, this is what we are teaching. It's not. I'm not saying we will not be challenged. Glory be to God. We will always have challenges in this world. We will always have challenges in this world. In fact, because we are kings... Our dominion will be, will be challenged. However, we have a way. Somebody say, I have a way. To reign over my challenges. And this is it. Now, please, this is what I want you to see. Imagine after Jesus told them, fill the water pot with water. They did not fill the water pot with water. Uh, what are you talking about? We're asking for wine. We kind of, yeah, Jesus is this one. Please, tell me somebody, give me another sermon, sir. Or, watch, oh. And so, there's, there's a level of people that will not even see. They fill the water pot with water. Then he said, take a cup to the governor. They refused to cup. No, I'm not taking a cup to the governor. Me, I want to take a drum to the governor. That's not what he told you. Or, me, I'm not going to the governor. I will take... Sometimes we do... We don't follow the instructions to the end. Praise God. Or we don't follow the instructions at all. And that's what I want you to do in this season of your life. I will ask again, is there any area where you want to reign and see dominion? You know, look, I'm supposed to be reigning here, but I'm not reigning. Is there any such area in your life? Look, keep your hand up. Keep your hand up because God is talking to you this morning. God said, if everybody comes online with me today, I will give everybody the exact steps to take to manifest their breakthrough by this time tomorrow. All you need to do whenever you find yourself in those situations, whether it's your health or your career, keep your hand up. Because I know this applies to everybody, even me, Pastor T. The areas where I know I want to see some amazing manifestation. You just need to, first of all, rest on the finished work. Have your confidence strong that, man, I'm supposed to be ready. Then two, listen for the instructions. You can put your hand down. You need to get your fill the water pot with water instruction. Take a cup to the governor instruction. And then do it. That's the third step. Glory be to God. Let me let me tie this up here. So we, we have a pattern. Let, let's look at Melchizedek once again. And we, we already read the text, so we don't have to go into it in detail. And I'm going to even just use this scripture to describe what we read in Hebrews, um, Hebrews chapter chapter seven, chapter six and chapter seven. But look also at Hebrews chapter five. Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 9. 
So say with me, my pattern is Jesus. My forerunner is Jesus. And in turn, listen to this, listen to this. In turn, Jesus' pattern is Melchizedek. So Hebrews chapter 5, verses 9 and 10. Having been perfected, he, talking about Jesus, became the author of eternal salvation. Hallelujah. Say, Jesus is my author of eternal salvation. Please connect the dots of what we are saying here. We are saying salvation, new birth, redemption, made us kings and priests. And that's where the capacity and the ability to reign in this life comes from. So, when they said he became the author of eternal salvation, they are referring to that revelation that John saw in Revelation chapter 5 that we read. He made us kings and priests. Watch this. He, he became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him. Oh, hallelujah. Tap your neighbor and say you are one instruction or two or three from manifesting glory. To all who obey him. That starts with getting born again. Oh, glory be to God. But it doesn't stop with just getting born again. It includes fill the water pot with water. Take a cup to the governor and that you do it. That's what obedience there is talking about. Hallelujah. Who obey him called by God. This is what God called Jesus. A high priest. Hallelujah. According to the order of Melchizedek. And that order is what Peter described in 1 Peter chapter 2 verses 9 and 10. What's the order of Melchizedek? You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. You are a king, but you are also a priest. You are a priest, but you are also a king. Nothing like this has ever been seen before. Melchizedek was a type in the days of Abraham. A, a foreshadow of what God was going to do. A lot of that happened in the days of Abraham. You are a king, but you are not just a king, you are also a priest. If you want to just live like a king and not be a priest, it will not work. If you want to just be a priest and not function as a king, it will not work. Hallelujah. It's a, it's a particular order. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. Please watch this, watch this, or we are going somewhere. A holy nation. His own special people. Hallelujah. That you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness, out of poverty, out of sin, out of sickness, out of failure, out of shame. Out of anything and everything negative. Called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Hallelujah. Watch verse 10 very carefully. This is what we've been talking about since Grace Culture and since when Dr. K came. Who once were not a people. But now. Somebody shout but now. Are the people of God who once had not obtained mercy. Hallelujah. But now we have obtained mercy. By the mercy God showed us. Ephesians 2.4 God who is rich in mercy. By the grace God showed us. By the love and the kindness. The compassion that God showed us. Through the death of Jesus. The lion of the tribe of Judah. That shed his blood and became the lamb of God that was slain. Through that expression of love and kindness, eternal salvation was obtained for us. And as we receive that eternal salvation, we become kings and priests. 
and now on this earth we can reign. So God told me to tell you, start reigning. Tap your neighbor and say, start reigning. Start reigning, start reigning. Tap another neighbor and say, continue to reign, continue to reign. If you're already reigning, continue to reign. Go to another dimension, go to another level. Hallelujah. Start reigning. And what you are to do is what we are teaching you. Let me close with three things. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and say, I receive grace. I receive unction. I receive wisdom to reign in this life. You are not lifting your hands and you are not saying what I am saying. I receive grace. I receive unction. I receive strength. Everything that is available to me in Christ Jesus to reign in this life and on this earth. Hallelujah. So, they describe the order of Melchizedek, the text we read. He was the king of Salem. He's, he, he had a jurisdiction. There was a place where he enforced his dominion. Hallelujah. Let, let, let's look at that text again. Glory be to God. Um, verse 2 of Hebrews chapter 7. First being translated king of righteousness. Then also king of Salem. Salem was a particular city. And that Salem means peace. There was a jurisdiction to his dominion. That's how you reign. You can't just reign because this is the order. It's described to us. It's according to the order of Melchizedek. This is the order. Hallelujah. If you read Genesis 14, and time will not permit us to go into that text this morning, where this story that Hebrews 7 was describing here, Melchizedek brought bread and wine, and he ministered to Abraham. Somebody say he was a priest. He, he blessed Abraham. That, that text. You will see that there were other kings. In fact, the story was that three or six, was it six or six other kings came and attacked Lot and kidnapped Lot and his family, and Abraham went to rescue them. And he defeated the kings. And this king, who was also the priest of God, there was no other person among all the other kings that was a priest of God. He now came and he blessed Abraham. So, three things here. The first thing you need to do is to understand the jurisdiction of your dominion. If you are not reigning at all, or you are reigning quite alright, but you just can't seem to go to the next dimension, Go back and define the jurisdiction of your kingship. And what do you mean by that? Your purpose. Your purpose. How are you going to reign? You reign in the place of your purpose. Like I said yesterday, it's not that you now got born again and God said, Pastor T, okay, you are now the king of Maryland, the Kedja. No, that's not how it works here. Look at how it works. Ephesians 2.10. And remember, Ephesians 2 was describing our redemption. Verse 2, verse 10. We are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in. 
You are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus. That's the new creation. That's you being born again. That's eternal salvation being worked for you. That's how you became a king and a priest. But you are now supposed to walk the walk. That's the priesthood. Hallelujah. And that's the second thing. Serve God and serve humanity with your purpose. Why is anybody that is born again not reigning? It boils down to these two things. Number one, he doesn't know his purpose or her purpose or is not functioning his purpose or her purpose. And that's where you have dominion. Oh, hallelujah. Number two, if he knows it, he is not serving God. Melchizedek, after Abraham won, Melchizedek brought bread and wine. And he came to Abraham. And the Bible said he blessed him in the name of God. He was serving God and he was serving Abraham. That's where dominion and rulership comes from. In the place of service. This kingdom that we are called into is not a Nigerian politician kingdom. Where you go there and you steal everybody's money and enrich yourself. If you do it this way, you won't reign like God wants you to reign. This is a place where you come and you wash our feet with your purpose. What Philippians 2 tells us, let this mind that was in Christ be in you. Oh, hallelujah. And finally, follow the manual of living and reigning. That's what the Bible is. That's where you will get the instructions of fill this water pot with water. Take a cup and take it to the governor. 2 Timothy chapter 3 from verse 16. In fact, hallelujah. Before you read verse 16, there's something he said, I, I think it's in verse 13. 2 Timothy chapter 3. I want to go back a bit. Yeah, from verse 14. But you must continue. Can I talk to anybody that is already running you? You've seen dominion manifest, whether it's your health or in your finances, or in your career. You, you've seen that by the finished work of Christ, the life of God in you, you have started experiencing victory and control over life's affairs. You, you can see that. You used to be poor, but you are no longer poor. Or where you used to be defeated, you are now winning. Continue. Continue. Don't make the mistake. Many people have made this mistake. Oh. You used to pray, but now you are not praying. You used to serve, but now you are not serving. Continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of. Knowing from whom you learned them. Know your forerunner. Ultimately, if you're a believer, you're following Christ. Even if you're following a Paul or a Pastor T, follow me as I follow Christ. Knowing from whom you learned them. And that from a childhood, look at how we've come, the instructions. You have known the Holy Scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation. Hallelujah. And what is salvation? Particularly in light of what we are teaching. Being a king and a priest. It comes from the word of God. The manual of life. The manual of reigning. They are able to make you wise for salvation through faith. Which is in Christ Jesus. Now verses 16 and 17. All scripture. Everything written in that book. 
is given by the inspiration of God. And it is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Fill the water pot with water. Take a cup and give it to the governor. In the process of those three steps, your poverty becomes abundance. Because that's who you really are. Reigning over poverty. Instructions in righteousness that the man of God may be complete. Thoroughly equipped for every good work. Oh, hallelujah. Pastor, how do I reign those three steps? Find your purpose in life. Ah, Pastor, I don't know my purpose. Your, your journey has just begun. And my advice to you, if you are there, you don't know your calling or purpose yet, join a service group in church and start serving God. And in a process of time, God will begin to reveal to you the thing he created you for from the beginning of the world. That's where your dominion is. And the moment you start knowing those things, start using it like Melchizedek for God's purpose and to bless people. If you are called to preach, use it for God's purpose. If you are called to give, use it for God's purpose. should not be a financial steward and it's a need in God's house. No. Use your purpose and your gift for God's purpose. To, to do what God wants and to bless men. And then just live by the book. What is written, I shared five things from what was written with us last week. Then there are some things. He said what was written actually has a source. Hallelujah. Inspiration of God. So some things are not written. But Jesus can tell you, fill the water pot with water. You will never find that inside the Bible apart from that story. Fill the water pot with water. Take a cup. Take it to the governor. That's how to rain. Because the DNA is already inside of you. Are you with me this morning? I prophesy over you, this remaining few weeks and months of 2019... You will come into a place of manifesting glory like you have never seen before. In the name of Jesus. Where you have been struggling, you will begin to shine. Where you have been down, you will begin to rise up and reign. The capacity for dominion within you, it will be unleashed on a whole new level this season. In the name of Jesus. Because you are called to reign in this life. Come on, rise up on your feet. I want you to lift your hands. God said, I'm going to activate things in people this morning. Leave those hands to Jesus this morning. For a few minutes, we are going to pray. We're going to pray. There's something inside of you. Look at me very closely. There's something inside of you that can make you a champion in every sphere of life. Hallelujah. And where that thing has been shut down by the authority of Almighty God, I turn it on again this morning. I said where that thing has been shut down, I turn it on this morning. You're going to reign. I said you're going to reign in this life. I want you to look at areas where you seem to be struggling. Please, if you're interested in what we're doing, focus. Focus. Where you seem to be struggling, whether it's your finances or your health, whether it's spiritually, your career, you, 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 you can't seem to go beyond where you are. And I just want you to lift your hands to Jesus this morning. And just like we prayed again last week, say, Lord Jesus, show me what to do. Show me the next steps to take. 
Let's pray it again. Lord Jesus, show me what to do. Let the ability, come and pray it out, and the capacity in me to dominate. Let it be unleashed right now. And let me take the steps that are needed to overcome this mountain and to overcome these challenges. Open your mouth and begin to pray in the name of Jesus, somebody. Show me, show me, show me. Am I to fill the water pot with water? Show me. Kalabosakata. Am I to take a cup to the governor? Kanamashata. In the, in the place of functioning in my purpose. Oh, it doesn't matter what field of life you are in. You are an entrepreneur. You are a career person. You are into entertainment. You are into politics. You are into sports. What, whatever sphere of life you are in. You are, you are a minister of the gospel. It doesn't matter. God has called you to dominate in that sphere of life. As I begin to function in my purpose, show me, show me. Come on, pray, somebody. You are just one step, two steps, three steps, four steps away from total victory. Lift your voice loud, one minute or two. Let it be louder than the noise the rain is making. Show me, show me. Younger, there's something to do. There's something to do. And the moment you do it, dominion will manifest. Victory will manifest. What you are struggling with, you begin to control it. It comes under your feet. You begin to rule and reign over it. And you can keep going to higher and higher dimensions. Find your purpose. Come and pray. Locate what God created you for. You are his workmanship created for a purpose. Serve God with that purpose and serve man. Don't keep purpose for your benefit alone. That's not what it's for. Use what God has given you. And live by the instructions that come. The written and the spoken. The written and the spoken. That's how to rule and reign in life. That's how to rule and reign in life. And that's what you have called on to. Please take your eyes off the challenges that are around you. I know there are symptoms of sickness in your body. Believe that you are called to reign over it. I know you may be having financial difficulty. Believe you are called to reign over it. I know you may even be struggling in certain areas spiritually or in your marriage. Believe you are called to reign over it. Follow these things we are teaching you. You are a king. You are a priest. You are a servant of God. That's what we mean by priest. That serves men. Priests serve men on the st in the stead of God. You serve God and you serve men. That's how you reign. That's how you reign. And you do it in the place of your purpose. You do it in the place of your purpose. And you do it obeying instructions that Jesus gives you. Come on, one more minute. Show me what to do, Jesus. From where I am. From where I am. Show me what to do. Show me what to do. Show me what to do. Reigning is that simple. Show me what to do. Show me what to do. Show me what to do. In the name of Jesus. The preceding message was brought to you by King's Word Everywhere, Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop.
of Kudarat Abiolawe Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 0000640.